Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. For those of you that are new to the community, I am the founder and host, Ms. Genesis Amaris Kemp. For those seasoned listeners, thank you so much for listening to another segment. With me today in the hot seat is Lindsay McMahon. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Lindsay because we're going to focus a bit on leadership, podcasting, and setting a vision. And we all know if you don't have a vision, some people do perish because you're going through the rat race. So Lindsay McMahon is the co-host of All Ears English. The All Ears English podcast is downloaded 8 million times per month globally and has been ranked in the best of Apple's podcast categories in 2018 and 2019 as well as number one in U.S. education language courses. Lindsay and her team have been featured in Podcast Magazine, Language Magazine, and Forbes. And we all know Forbes is a heavy hitter. So without further ado, let's welcome the woman behind it all, Lindsay McMahon. Yes. Hello, Genesis. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here. My pleasure. So, Lindsay, we are definitely going to do the connections segment first, which will allow the audience to get to know you in a fun and personal manner outside of us diving into the main part of the segment. So there are two options I like to do here. We could either do a rapid fire game, 10 question game, emphasis on rapid, or we can do an icebreaker. Amazing. So what are you choosing, Lindsay? All right. Let's go for the rapid fire questions. Let's do it, Genesis. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. We're playing rapid fire with Lindsay and Genesis. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Question number one, favorite color. Oh my God. It's got to be yellow. Question number two, your last name actually stumped me, but I'm glad I asked you how to pronounce it. So is there any significance behind your last name? Like what origin, what meaning? Yeah. My last name is Irish and it means son of the bear. <laughs> and I haven't gone any further in the research there, but that's what it means. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so y'all, if you're watching the video, her last name does not look like McMahon's, but it is pronounced that way. That's right. Question number three, favorite food or cuisine? Oh, it's got to be chocolate ice cream. Double chocolate ice cream with chocolate, brownie, and peanut butter. <laughs> Question four. If you could trade places with anyone, would you trade places? And if so, with who? Or would you remain yourself? Oh, my gosh. I would like to trade places with the Buddha in the day of the Buddha, you know, 2,500 years ago. I think that would be really cool. But I would like to come back to being myself at that point. I don't want to stay there. Obviously, he's gone. But I would like to have had that experience. Question five. What inspired you to get involved in podcasting? Oh my gosh, I was a listener and I was a lover of podcasts and I was a teacher. So I wanted to combine the two, the up, you know, up and coming technology in 2013 with my passion for teaching. Question six. Okay, going back to teaching, was there one thing that you absolutely loved about teachers that you feel teachers don't get enough credit for what they do? 
Oh my gosh. I think that teachers have a lot of empathy. And I think in general, empathy is kind of, it's extremely important, but it's undervalued in the world. It's underappreciated. So a teacher by their nature, they're always kind of seeing into the heart of their student and putting themselves in the, in the shoes of their student. I think that's an important thing to know about teachers. Amazing. Question seven, what's one thing that your tribe, your community doesn't know about you, but it makes Lindsay McMahon who you are? Oh my God, that's a great question. (laughs) They know a lot about me, but in my 20s, I did a lot of backpacking, a lot of hitchhiking in South America. Maybe I haven't haven't shared those details, all the details of my traveling in my 20s and my abroad travels. There are some nuances I haven't shared, so, but they certainly have made me who I am. I love that. So I'm going to do a follow-up question to that. Question eight, have you ever been to Curaçao or St. Vincent and the Grenadines, the West Indies? Oh no, those places I haven't been. My trip was more in Argentina, Uruguay, Colombia, Ecuador. So I went a lot of places, but there's still a lot more to go. A lot more places in the world to go to. Yes, I would challenge you to check out Curaçao. So it's right off the tip of Venezuela, part of the ABC Islands. That's where my dad was from. And then St. Vincent and the Grenadines, the West Indies, um, is close to Jamaica, Trinidad, and Barbados. That's where my mom's from. I love it. I mean, travel just, I think that travel is a key piece of being a creator and someone who inspires. Because when we travel, our minds become open to this new energy right? So I will put those on my list, Genesis. Thank you. (laughs) My pleasure. Question nine, what's one word that describes you? Oh, driven. I would definitely say driven. (laughs) And question 10, it is our pass or play question. And here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed and you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you pass or play? Um, wow. Okay. Uh, I will play. Okay. Last question. You just won the lottery. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> and you're like, yes, I'm so excited. And they're like, eh, 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 not too quick. Lindsay, you must donate to three charities of your choice. Mm-hmm. What charities are you donating to in order to get the rest of the proceeds released? Oh my God. All right. My first one without a doubt is a animal related charity. So Mamco is where I adopted my puppy, Moms and Mutts of Colorado. And I love my puppy with all my heart. And so I would definitely donate some money to Mamco. Number two would probably be breast cancer research because my mom did face breast cancer and recovered. She went to Dana-Farber, had some of the best care, but I know not everyone can have amazing care. And I want more money going into this disease because I think it's very approachable. I think we're close to solving this problem. Okay. Uh, and, and number three, I think it'd be something around getting more kids outdoors and active in the day of the internet, right? I'm worried about kids now. I, as a kid, was outside building tree houses and forts. You know, I grew up in the early 80s. And so I had that luxury because I didn't have a cell phone. But when I look at my niece now, she's nine years old. She's on her phone all the time. And I want her to go outside. So I don't know what that charity is, but it would be something around getting kids outside in the woods, building forts and like building up that part of themselves. Amazing. And thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're on mute. Genesis. I, I, uh, can you hear okay. me now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can hear you now. I said amazing. And thank you for sharing that, Lindsay. And I know one um, 
guest that I had on not too long ago for the outdoors piece, she was a, a female and she mentioned that early on in her childhood, she was actually involved in um, Boy Scouts of America, which ended mm. up being co-ed. So for someone who's interested in doing like the 40 stuff outside of like selling the cookies and whatever Girl Scout does, mm-hmm. um, that could be like a good avenue there. And yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know uh, women and females could do Boy Scouts of America. So I, I didn't learned know something either. new. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's a good example. Uh, Boy Scouts or, you know, Eagle Scouts, right? Anything that gets kids outside. Yeah, so thank you for sharing that. And audience, I hope you learned something more about Lindsay outside of what we're going to talk about today because we want to go deep diving with the people that come onto the show because there's more to them than what they actually talk about. So Lindsay, that concludes the connection part of the segment. Now we're going to jump in to the main part of the segment, which is the work that you're doing in leadership, podcasting, and helping people set a vision to be the conduit for where they want to go. So you mentioned um, you got involved in podcasting because you started off as a listener, and then you also wanted to merge your background in teaching with creativity and content and language. So you've merged the two. So I'm sure that's what um, helped you open up the avenue and just seeing the amount of success you have with your own podcast, but can you give us a little bit more into your background, something that uh, we may be missing that helps us connect the dots fully? Yeah, for sure. So I think for me, it was my traveling and living abroad in my 20s. So I taught English as a second language, the traditional way in Argentina, in Guatemala, uh, in Tokyo. I lived in Tokyo for a year and a half. I taught in New York City and I saw the gaps in English language education for adults around the world, right? I saw that honestly, I thought it could be done better. Now, I don't want to sound... overly important or something, but I just saw, I was young, I was in my 20s, I was feeling like I wanted to change the world. And I thought that these students, these adult students, they deserved more. They had been studying English their entire lives and they still couldn't really have a conversation. I said, something is wrong here. So when I created my podcast, my vision was to create edutainment, right? Our podcast is edutainment. It's education and entertainment. And the only way you can get an adult learner to learn a language is by entertaining them first and educating them second, because they have to come back and back and back and back, and they have to enjoy it. And they have to know that it's about more than just grammar and vocabulary. So that's really the piece that was missing that I brought into the show. I love that. And do you speak another language, Lindsay? I do. I do. So I speak Spanish and I'm prepping now for my trip to Mexico City that I'm going to in August. I So I spent some time immersing myself in Spanish, living with a family in Guatemala, living in a Spanish-only household in Buenos Aires, Argentina. And so I had the experience of learning a language too. And I also speak a little Japanese, or I did at the time when I lived in Tokyo. These days, I don't speak Japanese anymore, but I've had the experience of learning it. Ah, nice. Yo habla español más o menos. Qué bien, qué bien. Me encanta. (laughs) Yo quiero estudiar muy muy español porque mi mamá solamente habla inglés, but Mm -hmm. um, pero mi papá, but my dad, uh, but yo puedo mi papá hablar español muy fluencia. 
Ah, confluente. Ya, yeah, me encanta. Sí, es importante practicar y este día estoy trabajando con un, un tutor, un, un, uh, un teacher y estamos yendo ahí para prepararnos por el viaje. Sí. Yes. So what Lindsay said is it's so important for you to study Spanish with either a tutor and travel so you could so you could understand yeah. more of the language, right, Lindsay? Yeah, and to prepare yourself yeah. for your journey, right? Even if you don't know a language at all and you know you're traveling somewhere, it is so nice to even if it's a rare language, it's so nice to spend a couple of weeks just learning a little bit because again, our motto at All Ears English is connection, not perfection, right? We believe that the point of a language is to connect. So if you learn a few words, you'll bring a smile to their faces, you'll connect with the locals, it'll be another level of travel. Absolutely. And I wholeheartedly agree. And I just regret not learning more of my dad's languages because mm. he spoke four. He spoke English, Dutch, Poppy Met, and Spanish. And my dad's passed on November 25th, 2020 from medical negligence. And I remember growing up in high, growing up, my dad would talk in Spanish, but my mom only spoke English. So primarily wow. at home, we only spoke English, but I was like, had I known what I know now, I would have paid more attention and sure. really submer submerge myself. But one good thing I could say, whenever my husband and I went to Mexico, I knew enough Spanish to get yeah. us around. And I Go told ahead. my husband, babe, I'll do most of the talking here. So then we <laughs> weren't really treated as tourists. We actually got some perks because I was able to build that rapport and relationship because I yeah. spoke a little bit of the language. Yeah, you're also just so much more engaged in your trip, right? Because the stakes are higher. There's something about being a traditional tourist that I don't like. It's like floating above everything. You're on a tour. You don't have to interact with anyone. Everything's done for you. I don't like that. I like to get into the nitty gritty, like get into the, the messes, right? The challenges when I travel. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's one good thing um, that your podcast could say, because it's like the education plus the entertainment and you're pairing that together, yeah. which also helps with leadership and it helps people feel confident to really understand what their vision is. So can you talk about how you ensure that you are connecting with your audience within the podcasting space and you're not just talking, talking to them, but you're talking with them, if that makes sense. Oh, I love the way you put that, Genesis. That is exactly what we do, right? So <clears throat> it all comes back to another key point we were going to talk about today, which is vision. So again, we came up very organically with our vision, with our, it's so much more than a slogan, but I'll use the word slogan, right? But it goes, it's a value. And again, it's connection, not perfection. We actually said it during an episode, one of the first 50 episodes, we were trying to explain our perspective on language learning and it came out organically. And we looked at each other and said, oh, that's it. Oh my gosh, that's why this show exists. And so we trademarked that phrase. It's now officially a trademark in the USPTO. Um, we refer to it in every episode. So the way we connect and make sure we're not just talking at them is we bring the language training, everything we teach them, we bring it back to why does this matter for connection? right? You know, we teach a lot of nuances of language. We teach students at the intermediate to advanced level. So we'll teach things like how to ask an on-target follow-up question based on the person's facial expressions of your last, your last comment, right? Something very nuanced. And then I'll explain why that really matters for maintaining the connection. Whereas most 
Teachers, many times we just stop at that superficial level of the actual grammar. We go way beyond that. So that's how we do it. And I love the fact that you all go beyond that because it's showing that you're really connecting with that individual, but you're going be, uh, beyond the surface. Cause so many times people sit at the surface level and they never dig deep, but when you dig deep, that's when the true connection emerges in my opinion. Exactly. And I would say for your audience, you know, if they are creating a project or a podcast, what is a human value or a human need that you've experienced that you know your audience has experienced and the global community has experienced in this case in our case for our show it's connection but for other people it could be something else like the need to achieve or together it, it could be anything find something that is that crosses cultures right it's global it doesn't matter what language you speak you need this thing um, and that's what's going to tie you to your audience so incredibly strongly Absolutely. And like some examples, like I'll put uh, my show up there. So the three pillars are education, inspiration, and motivation. We all can learn something on a daily basis, but what can you, what can you do with the knowledge that you acquired and how do you apply it when it comes to inspiration? Everyone has some spark of inspiration that fuels them, fuels Mm -hmm. them to get to the next level. So what inspires you as a listener, as a content creator, as a human being, and how can you use that as leverage to walk out your mission, your purpose, and your calling? Motivation, what motivates you and how is it fueling you to get to the next level in your life? Or if you think about it this way, For those video gamers out there, you're motivated to unlock that next level. So you're going to play, play, play. And then once you get the little tokens or whatever you need to get, Mm -hmm. then you're going to reach the next level. And it's kind of similar with us as human beings. Some of our motivation can be that personal and professional development. It can be celebrating the small wins because the small wins are turning into the big wins and et cetera. So if you think about that from a holistic view, then you can see how you're going to be able to walk it out and you're going to see clarity and have focus around your vision, which is something that Lindsay helps. She helps people set their vision. Yeah, I would say so. I think people want to live on this deeper level, right? We're so busy with life, children, jobs, but if you can create a podcast or a piece of work that reminds people we're here for something a little something more than just the logistics of everyday life to make money and pay our rent pay our mortgage feed our kids we're here for something more you can really connect with them on a deep level and and change their lives yeah so for anyone listening Lindsay, and there's you're on mute oh well hold on (laughs) it's like a lag can you can you hear me (laughs) yep yep i I can hear you now so for anyone listening Lindsay, and they're interested in just finding out what their vision is and they want to get to the level that you're at, Lindsay, how do you help those people curate a plan to set that vision and get it in motion? Mm. So there's a lot of things, a lot of tools that I used um, to do this. And I, I, you know, it's not something where we're just going to do, we're going to sit down for an hour and we're going to figure it out. 
There's a number of tools we need to kind of triangulate and bring together into our toolbox and we need to use all of them multiple times over a number of years and we need to stay dedicated to wanting to find that thing. And sometimes it's the kind of thing where if you try to find it to work too hard to find it, you may not find it. You kind of come you back into it sometimes or happen upon it. So some of the tools that I used were StrengthsFinder. Um, oh, I love StrengthsFinder. Do you know StrengthsFinder? Yeah, it used to be Clifton Strengths and now yeah, 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 StrengthsFinder. Yeah, yeah. Yep, exactly. The 34 Strengths. I love this tool. I like it more than Myers-Briggs. I like it more than the DISC because what it does is it shows you um, what are the five top strengths that you have that you may not acknowledge are a str- are are easier for you and that you do naturally. The fact that we're good at something means we don't pay much attention to it. And so we could easily miss that if we don't do this kind of assessment. This will give us our top five strengths. And then that's kind of the way we like to do what we do. It's not the thing we do, it's the way we do the things we do. So one of my top five was developer. That becomes very obvious. I like to coach people, I like to develop people. And that's why this comes through on the podcast. Then we can work backwards, look at the work we're already doing and see where these five strengths are coming out. We can also get our, our, you know, our least strengths, right? Our lowest, I don't want to say weaknesses, but the, just the things that we don't stand out on. And we can understand how we could delegate those things, right? No shame in that. Absolutely. So instead of saying your weaknesses, you can say your opportunities for development. And I just took that from like the SWOT analysis, because if you do a SWOT right. analysis, it's your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your, th- and your threats. So instead of saying your weaknesses, you could probably right. say your opportunities for development in this case, based on the context of where Lindsay is coming from. Yeah, I would say so. What I like about StrengthsFinder, which is a slightly different perspective, though, is that what StrengthsFinder says, and this is just one perspective, they say figure out what your top five strengths are and try to focus most of your time on those. Your bottom, your things that you index at the bottom for, see if you can try to delegate those as much as you can. Try not to actually improve those. You know, like I was never great at engineering in school, so I'm not gonna now go and try to become an engineer. It's just not in my blood. It's not what I do naturally. I'm a languages and a verbal person. So what I should do is spend my time becoming fluent in languages or podcasting or engaging with my voice and my articulation, right? So that's kind of the way I feel so inspired by StrengthsFinder. I like that. And um, another thing that someone mentioned on the show recently was the UMAP career assessment, which it takes um, strength finders as a part of it. And then there's other components and it's more elaborate and they go through the details for someone listening that wants like more details. But if you're just starting out, then definitely start with strength finders so you can understand what your strengths are and those core competencies. And then Lindsay says, whatever you're not great at, then you could outsource it or delegate it, which means that you're shifting it to someone else who has that strength for their zone of genius. And you could work on your zone of genius and y'all could come together to really collaborate and create those synergies. Exactly. And so I like what you said, Genesis. I totally agree. It's not just StrengthsFinder. StrengthsFinder is a good place to get started, but you're going to, you know, you're, you are going to introduce other tools and other ways to come about this. And the zone of genius concept, I love that concept. That's from, um, 
Laura Garnett, actually, we interviewed her on All Airs English. And so even bringing people onto your own projects who want to help you get to your genius and then help your listeners get to theirs, this is a really fun way to get on your path and help your audience get to, to theirs. Yeah. Absolutely. And I had no idea who Laura Garnett is. So I'm gonna, definitely going to have to look her up or send me the link afterwards. Sure. Yeah. And I'm going to throw you an audible, Lindsay, as we begin to wind down. So okay. I want to ask you, is there anything else that I haven't asked or you want to mention that would add value to the conversation before we jump into the CTA, which is the call to action? Sure. Well, I would just say, you know, if your listeners are listening today, and maybe they're feeling like they have a creative message or they have a project they've always wanted to do, just get started with it. I know it's kind of a cliche, but it's not. I've seen so many people want who want to start a podcast and they wait and wait and plan and plan and plan and then the, the moment passes them by. Something else happens in their lives and now they no longer have that opening. So just launch your show or launch your creative project and then learn as you go. Learn based on the feedback from your audience. Absolutely. And y'all, I am a big component of this. You don't have to have it all figured out to start. When I started my podcast, I started with my cell phone, um, Anchor FM. It's free because I didn't want to like pay a ton of money up front, especially if I didn't know what the metrics were going to be or my ROI with my podcast. And right. then I build up from there. And so I always tell people make that progress. And then you could always make perfection later on down the line, but you mm -hmm. need to know your why remain consistent and remain determined. And then before you know it, you'll start to see how those metrics are going to show up for you. You'll start to see the rewards and et cetera. And then whenever you get up to a place where you do need more help, like where I am right now, I want brand sponsors to help with monetary, uh, monetary wise, because the mission is getting bigger and it's growing and it takes that as a vehicle, then ask for help and don't see asking for help as a sign of weakness. See it as a sign of strength because you're linking arms with other people and how you can go further and faster together. Yes, I love it. So Lindsay, I want you to plug your website and let the audience know where they could find you if you're on any social media outlets too. Sure, sure. I think the easiest place to find us is actually right at our podcast to start off. So if you're already listening to this podcast, then you already have your favorite podcast player. Wherever you are listening now, just go into the search bar and type in All Ears English Podcast. And we will come up. We Our branding is very yellow. So you'll see yellow there, my favorite color. <laughs> um, and hit follow on that show just to get a sense of what we do. Obviously, if you're an English language learner as an adult, it's perfect for you. Um, you can also visit our website at allearsenglish.com. And we're on all the social channels. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We are pretty much everywhere. So yeah, come over and visit us. And there you have it, listeners. You just heard none other than Lindsay McMahon with All Airs English Podcast. Right, Lindsay? That's right. Thank you so much, Genesis. This has been really fun, a really fun format for a show. And uh, best of luck with what you're doing here. This is great. Thank you so much. And audience, you know the drill. Make sure you like, 
comment, follow, and subscribe. We're on 40 plus audio platforms. You could also see the recording to this video by going to our YouTube channel and typing in GEMS, G-E-M-S, with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And as I said, my big ask is for brand sponsors. If you want to link arms and become a partner where your products and services could be heard right here, where this show is currently ranked in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per the metrics on www.listennotes.com. Please head on over to my website, genesisamarskemp.net to learn more info or send me a personalized email to genesisamarskemp at gmail.com to find out how we can work together to really create a space where we're driving each other's mission forward. And lastly, but not least, where would I be without my supporters? You know I only think about you. That is not a Genesis original song. It's actually a remix from Ja Rule. I want to thank each one of you for supporting the guests that I bring into the community, as well as the mission and movement to curate content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational, while we also factor in the need to discuss diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it does take all of us coming together to make this world a better place place. So until the next guest, next segment, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day and challenge yourself to learn something new. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel. Gems with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at gems, G E M S, with W I T H, Genesis, G E N E S I S, Amaris, A M A R I S, Kemp, K E M P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, Your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.